In Southeast Agnet's Ag and Review for the week ending December the 18th, well, many cotton growers are eager to see if efforts by the National Cotton Council to provide them access to the ag risk coverage and price loss coverage safety net options will occur. Tyron Spearman has more on that story. The National Cotton Council and cotton farmers have been working with leaders in Washington to ask the secretary to use his authority granted in the 2014 Farm Bill to designate cottonseed as an other oil seed. The chairman of the Cotton Council, Sledge Taylor of Mississippi, said we're extremely grateful to Representatives Conaway and Peterson for leading the charge in this effort. The representative letter said that lower prices for cotton lint and cotton seed contributed to a decline in the average market revenue of more than $150 per harvested acre in 2014 compared to 2013. The current expectation for prices and yields indicate that the market revenue will decline even further by another $24 per acre in 2015, resulting in cotton revenues 25% lower than the average market returns for 2010 through 2013. Taylor said the designation for cotton seed to be covered either under the law's PLC, that's the price loss coverage, or the ARC, Agricultural Risk Coverage Programs, for the purpose of a farm safety net participation. He said that would provide much needed stability to the U.S. cotton industry. Earlier state, regional, and national letters have been sent to Secretary of Agriculture, and he may have included over 375 signatures of bankers and American banking and the independent community bankers, and all noted that it is imperative that actions be taken that can have a stabilizing effect on the U.S. cotton industry for next year. Tyron also gives us an update on the peanut harvest. The Georgia Federal State Inspection Service has issued a new update on the harvesting of peanuts, We're now up to 93.2%. That's 2,877,000 tons of peanuts that have been inspected by the inspection service. In Alabama, they're past their 361,000 tons, and that's 101.8% in Alabama. Florida's stuck at 82%, and Georgia now with 96.3% of 1,653,000 tons. There are peanuts still coming in at various buying points, and federal state is having to move around a few people to help try to get get them covered and get them inspected and into the warehouse. I'm Tyron Spearman for Southeast Agnet. Thanks, Tyron. Well, the new study recently released by the National Chicken Council shows nearly 80% of American consumers mistakenly believe that chicken contains added hormones or steroids, when in fact no chicken sold or raised in the U.S. is given hormones or steroids. To recognize and respond to these concerns, NCC has announced the launch of a chicken check-in website. It provides answers to questions about chicken production. You can find it online at chickencheck.in. That's chickencheck.in. Well, Kathy Isom this past week answered the question of just how many calories are really in walnuts. A new study published in the Journal of Nutrition found that one one one-ounce serving of walnuts may provide 146 calories, which is 39 calories less or 21% fewer than the 185 calories listed in the USDA Nutrient Database. The study takes into account the digestibility of walnut pieces in halves and further research is needed to better understand the results of the study and how this technique for calculating calories could potentially affect the calorie count of other foods. The research was led by Agricultural Research Service and the USDA. Historically, the calorie value for walnuts was determined using Atwater factors, which were developed in the late 19th century and calculates metabolizable energy or energy available to the body for many foods. 
study, which used the bomb calorimetry method to calculate calories of walnuts metabolized by the study participants, found that the metabolizable energy of walnuts was 21% less than that predicted by the Atwater factors. To reach the outcome of the study, the research team studied 18 healthy adults. Each person was assigned randomly to a sequence of two diets a controlled American diet without walnuts for a three week period, and a controlled diet with one and a half servings of walnuts for another three week period. Total calorie levels were consistent for individual participants across both treatment periods. I'm Kathy Asim, Southeast Agnet. And to wrap up this week's podcast, Everett Grinder talks about the label saying farm raised. Well, I guess this is my umpteenth warning, but、uh, I think it's necessary. If you look at the label of farm raised when you buy fish, look specifically for U.S. farm raised. Otherwise, you might not be buying what you think you are. Fish farming is practiced in a number of countries. It may look like U.S. raised,、uh, but when you put it on the table, well, you see a lot of difference.、Uh, the texture is different, the taste is different. And If it's not U.S. farm raised, you could be paying for something that you can't eat, especially catfish. Foreign farm raised fish could be raised in unsanitary conditions, might even contain harmful chemicals. Oh, ask about U.S. farm raised when you order in a restaurant. They could have been fooled too. If U.S. farm raised cannot be confirmed, leave it alone. That's Ag Review for today. Everett Greiner, Southeast Agnet. Those reports and more from this past week can be found on our website, southeastagnet.com. And with the holidays upcoming the next few weeks, this will be our last podcast for 2015. So here's wishing you and your family a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.